There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody to Oh Sopranos podcast coming to you live from Professor, Professor Polly's lab. Lab, <laughs> come on! Ooh, we got Bunsen burners. We got tubes. We got like all kinds of weird smoke. We got all kinds of weird weird things. We yeah, got doing all these Sopranos I science just, experiments. We got over here. A, a, we got a little a mini- television and a TV placed in the uh, and a couch placed <laughs> in the weirdest way. Uh, I think. Yeah, Personally. is your neck hurt from watching TV? Like craning <laughs> your neck? No, dude. You ever crane your neck to watch TV? Um, this is probably uh, all mini- tracking really well with the people who can't <laughs> see what you're talking about. We got a mini yeah. Chevy Silverado here, a la Back to the Future. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Should we talk about that before we talk about Season 5, Episode 13? Please. All due respect. Let's, 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 with all due respect, let's get to this incredible Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> This fucking spot. What did, did your guys' ears perk up when you heard the Sopranos? Uh, I did, yeah. definitely. And you know, my wife looked me in the eyes and she was like, hmm? "I was like, uh, you know, a little like, you know, I was like two, three beers in at that point, <laughs> um, and two Jamesons in, and mm. you know, I was like, and six tequilas, and yeah, six tequilas, you know, a um, couple of Jaeger bombs, yeah, um, and I was like, oh." Shit here! Oh, what's the, and then and then and then I was just like, what? <laughs> Great I mean, by the end of it, yeah. By the end of it, I was just like, what? okay. Yeah. I, I was like, oh fuck? shit! Oh, oh okay. And I was you guys like, thought oh, it was gonna right. be the the prequel series uh, teaser or something? I didn't. Or I didn't. Know I kind of knew. I, I knew off the bat it was gonna be some. I guess stupid. yes. Yeah, I was. Stupid. I guess I was, at the end it was gonna be like part. A, a, uh, uh, Paleo string cheese. A part of me right. did go like, "Oh, what's this? What's this? What's what's this gonna be?" I get, yeah. I mean, it seems like the masses were very excited about it. My immediate reaction was like, Ugh. <laughs> "I mean, it was cool to see Jamie Lynn and Robert Eiler together, but I mean, that was like the whole, the only." What? See, do, I do thought what? initially like, I thought it was just gonna be like uh, I thought it was just gonna be Jamie Lynn Siegler, yeah, in a car commercial. Because like after a while, it was pretty obvious it's gonna be a car no, commercial. No, you need multiple cameos in these Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. you can't. You, you don't get away with right. one unless you're Larry David, I guess. Yeah, but, 
But yeah. seeing although uh, guest of the pod Lou DiMaggio was in that commercial, was he? That's right. Yes, in the Larry David one. Yeah. Which what part? I didn't see it. He was like a found like a founding father or whatever. <laughs> like it, when they were doing like that bit, it was oh, so yeah. quick. But he's standing right next to. Him. Were, hell yeah, Lou. There were so many Lou. I'm sure you're listening. Moving yeah. parts. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, Lou. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, once once she once she got out of the car and like. Robert Eiler was there, and they saw each other. It was like, oh, okay. Well, and just like the whole thing was like reshot. I didn't right, realize. Right, I mean, right, I right. saw obviously the Twin Towers weren't there, and like mm-hmm. the Freedom Towers there, but like I didn't know until afterwards that David Chase and Phil Abraham, like the their their DP, they made it. Yeah, like the two of them shot it together with Jamie Lynn. Yeah, which makes it cooler, and it definitely so, makes yeah. it cooler, yeah. but. I'm surprised it's Chase can't, was interested. In I doing can't that. believe it's he, like, also it's canon now. Oh my god, how much do they pay him? They paid everybody a fucking insane. insane. It's, it's the only reason he would have ever fucking done that shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I said that they get a million dollars each, like uh, just Jamie Lynn and Easy. Robert Eiler. But my my friend who works as a producer was like, "No, I don't think so." I was like, "They get at least two hundred fifty k." Maybe five hundred. Oh, oh, easily. And if that's gonna be airing for a bit, like I mean, it might not. Yeah. I did some fucking like for the internet Verizon spot that our friend Matt Pollock directed, and Rob Riggle Rob made a hundred thousand dollars for that yeah, bullshit. So, so I'm yeah. like, they have. To, it's a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> yeah, well, they yeah. have to, yeah. they, and they're playing like legendary television characters yeah. nobody else could have done that spot but true, them yeah, yeah. so like i'm sorry there's there's no way probably, it probably was a million yeah um yeah so but alan seppenwall immediately afterwards was like let's analyze what this of course. uh he did a whole like write-up for that stuff. idiot i can't believe he's doing that <laughs> no nothing qualifies him um yeah, no, he did like a whole thing about oh, what does this say about like oh, so I guess Rob, uh, I guess AJ and Meadow make it out of Holston's that night, blah blah blah. I'm like, let's relax. Like this is <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this is, is canon now. E- even with yeah, David Chase directing, this is this is not an addition to what was better, the commercial or Many Saints. <laughs> the commercial what was more enjoyable. Yeah, I guess like it just seems so weird, like. I don't know, like, it would be more interesting, wouldn't it, if they, like, talked or did something? <laughs> like, they just, guess, like, she's yeah, just but what driving. would they have said? We would it's have all, been, like, you, uh, you didn't need it. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been dumb, too. But, like. She just walks up to AJ and goes, Gabagool. And that's it. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> I mean, people would have loved it, but. Well, I, you could have, you could, I mean. I, I don't think. If you, I, I if think you did something that, like, made people actually analyze it and like fucked with people yeah right like to be like wait what does that mean it could have been the russian Russian company you also forget (laughs) people sort of hated aj and meadow when this first aired so right they are not out of all the sopranos people who are still around but but that's changed over the years oh yeah 100 percent. this is i mean this is all like and ever as were so many commercials during the super bowl it was all nostalgia play it's all like every we remember so many things i mean even the halftime but right. It's like all just like, especially for people of our age. Yeah, <laughs> so 90s, like early 2000s. And, yeah. yeah, exactly. And to spend our money on on those things. Sure. But um, but at, you brought up m- many saints. Um, uh, I shared with you guys today. Deadline came out today. HBO uh, execs poured cold water on on the chase. Sopranos. Uh, uh, 
prequel miniseries that was supposed to bridge many saints to the beginning of yeah. uh, the original series. He's just going to keep making Silverado commercials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he found enough, his passion now. Enough, there's yeah. enough material that... He, wa- he thought he wanted to do features, then he fell into television, but no, it's really commercials. He's been, <laughs> he's been wa- dying to do this whole time. Um, wait, wait. Do we know? Maybe he uh, directed the sp- the spot with um, uh, Big Pussy for cold cuts. <laughs> Deets and Watson. Uh, <laughs> we don't know that he didn't. That's true. He will have Gabba to hit up his people for him to officially deny that. Yeah. Yeah. Or and then also the uh, LeBron James courtship thing that we never saw. Oh, yeah. What was that? That was like the other thing that people were like, "Is this canon?" It was like, but anyway, we have an whole episode. Like where we talked about that. Go back That's and right. find it. Uh, shall we get into the season finale of season five? Mm. I don't even remember when we started season five. It might have been <laughs> was before, it before the pandemic. I think no. it was before the pandemic started. No, I, or oh, no, 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 it couldn't have been. But it was certainly not, during no, the no, pandemic, no. and we were doing it over Zoom. Yeah. And yeah. Well, we've, we've come a long way. Maybe. You're yeah. in Professor Polly's lab now. Uh, All Due Respect, Season 5, Episode 13, written by David Chase, Robin Green, Mitchell Burgess, directed by the great John Patterson. Mm. This was his final episode. He actually directed all five season finales up to this point, and then uh, he uh, he peaced out. R.I.P. Okay. Originally aired June 6, 2004. Um, if you guys don't remember this episode, the quick rundown, uh, AJ finds a new passion for event planning. That's probably the biggest uh, plot point of the episode. Phil searches New Jersey for someone to murder in place of Tony B, since Tony won't give him up, uh, which is uh, which his own family increasingly resents him for. And Johnny Sack gets some surprise vid- visitors at his home. Mm. Uh, let's pick it up from the top. Starts in the morgue. Uh, we got we got Phil looking on his dead brother Billy. Um, I promised my mom uh, I'd see him before they put all that pancake on him. Uh, then he asked John how long I gotta wait. You know. An eye for an eye. Is that a fair ask at this point? Like, ha- like how many eyes have we been through already? Like, this was, like, the Billy hit was in retaliation for Angelo, which was in retaliation for, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, fucking, who did they hit before that? Uh, Lorraine was, Lorraine, Lorraine started was, it all. Lorraine started yeah, it, yeah, put yeah. the wheels in motion. Well, But it's it been was, tit for tat, you know? But it was basically ju- it, just to get back at Carmine Jr. Yeah. I mean, I, f- I kind of get it. Like, he's he wants his vengeance, which on his face seems fair, but, like, with the torture, we know. What do you think Phil Leotardo is going to do? Like, is dreaming up in his head that he's going to oh do it. I mean, I'm going to fucking take your eyeballs out, you fucking. <laughs> yeah, weird, I'm you know, looking fucking fuck. Stevie Wonder over here. Um, how, how much younger is his brother? <laughs> I don't, I've always I, thought was, about that. He like said he was thirty like, years, no. twenty years. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be close to twenty. Yeah, right. Yeah. That guy. That guy like looks 47 like seven years old, just a fucking kid or something like that. Or yeah, like, but forty-seven, forty-seven, and yeah. he's he's obviously a sixty, maybe. Yeah. like early sixties, maybe. 60, yeah, mid-60s. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, the 50, character. Yeah, I think. Frank yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you that. Um, but people did. This was a common misconception that people mistook Billy for Phil's son, even though right. Well, and then Junior goes like the son. Yeah, but Junior has dementia. No, I know, but that were also confused. Like, (laughs) no, exactly. Like the dummies out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, And also, the question I wanted to ask: uh, Is he made? Uh, Billy was Billy made? 
Yeah. Uh, that's Junior, that's what Junior says asks, it, and right? then there's when no Tony real answer for it. Yeah. I would. I feel like the the grayness of the whole situation would imply that he's not made. Right, but the but the crew, but like because otherwise, wouldn't is, that be brought up? But wouldn't, the whole don't you think Johnny Sack would have brought well, that up? Like the, he's a made man. The Soprano yeah. crew is very much like Tony B's got to go. So it's, it is. Right. It does seem like he he crossed the line. Yeah, but that's because their money's getting fucked with, and they have that, to like worry. Like yeah, be, yeah. Benny's in the hospital. Right, and, right. Which they I guess, would, like, but and, and the fact that he isn't made, would, which would would make Tony's case a little bit better. Like, right. mm-hmm. oh well, fuck you. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is true, but also family is like. I mean, obviously Billy was involved in mob stuff as well, but right. but right. to. To for for Tony B to come gunning for both of them and for Phil to survive. That's another like that's, thing is I don't even, is Tony B. That's what I was gonna ask too. I, I he I don't I know that he is. I like guess is. I guess you could just be involved with the family but not be made. But at one point, obviously he's not a capo. But right, he went you, away. You have young. to be made to be a capo. Right, right. But uh, but to run something like that whole casino operation, which has got to be like a cash cow and not be. Not be sworn in, but take also the oath, like you know, that's it's why like, people are you know like upset. Yeah, would Tony allow? Because this, this is something Tony, they should have clarified. Maybe. True, would Tony allow him to uh, go straight like he does in the beginning if he was made? If he was made, yeah. I mean, I don't think let, that's you think of Eugene he, when just let him like become a masseuse. Well, that's the whole. Yeah. That would be the whole like you know thing of like family and like. Yeah. How he like you know lets him skate by and stuff. I mean, a lot of beef that Christopher has. But the whole I guess season, yeah, 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 the whole season. Like, which you know, it makes sense. Like, I feel like they could have just like, I mean, why didn't they just clarify that a little bit? You know, mm-hmm. they may have, and, and maybe we <laughs> we missed maybe we it, missed but, it. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I they could have done a better job than if they did. It, I I think uh, typically you have to don't you have to like kill someone to to make your bones like get i, get I think made. you just I gotta mean, do bobby the, obviously bobby didn't but i think but for the most part i don't know but bobby also probably like the respect of his father probably yeah. helped him yeah i think you just gotta hit the hands and the thing and uh you know <laughs> yeah. do the blood the blood, oak, the blood yeah the, that's all the yeah bird in the window yeah, the that's bird in the window you gotta, you gotta get cursed up, get you get cursed by the bird <laughs> um yeah, if anybody out there knows, uh, can confirm 100% whether Tony B Yeah, let Tony us know B what you know about bird law. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of Tony B, we see him actually up at, at Uncle Pat's farm. He's still holing up there. He's got, I guess, I, I thought it was a prostitute, but maybe j- might have just been a woman he'd met down at the, met bar, at the bar or whatever. Uh, he told her that she that he's like... He gives her cash, but it could yeah. just be like, hey... Get a ride or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not that any cabs are coming by out there, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but like a uh, one of those like uh, pumpkin coaches is right. coming. <laughs> well, and then they talk about so Tony B's plan is to escape to Italy through Canada, which he figures his cousin Tony's going to help him with. Uh, obviously, we know that doesn't happen. And then I love mm-hmm. as she's leaving, she's like, "Oh, hey, hey, thanks for the massage." Yeah, like just a final like goodbye to that that version of Tony B that 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 we hardly knew. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joanne Moltisanti's house. Phil fucking shows up with uh, other the first guy, of many many uh, women <laughs> being called cunts in this episode. Oh, oh yeah, uh, women are not treated well. Uh, I mean, no. the entire series, but yeah, but uh, 
is his Phil is this the scariest Phil ever is in the show when he's like hunting the fucking Sopranos family coming around <laughs> yeah, yeah, like sure. with his cane and like just out of control angry pretty terrifying I, I mean I love the guy's the, mother it's the guy's yeah. mother he almost fucking shoved a disc man up her box. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he's so yeah. close to shoving that disc man up her box. That's his scariest line to me. He's like, I'll shove this disc man up your box. <laughs> For our younger <gasps> listeners, uh, disc men are very large. <laughs> and not boxes are. No, uh, but it would not be good uh, to get that shoved up your vagina. <laughs> no. Um, over at the Soprano house, Tony is uh, once again settling in at home. Uh <laughs> You good spells? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Spell, spells moving the sorry, mic I'm stand. Sorry, I'm not used to this 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 <laughs> arrangement here. Spells moving the mic stand around like fucking Axel Rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like Tony and Carm just discussing AJ, like like you know, business as usual. Mm-hmm. They're afraid that they gave him too much. He's too spoiled. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, what do you, you guys think? think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he might not get an East Strasburg State. <laughs> oh my God, that's like one of me and uh, Coco's favorite lines. <laughs> East Strasburg State. He thinks he's gonna get in the East Strasburg State. He's got another thing coming. Sadly mistaken. Uh, oh, sadly yeah. mistaken. Hugh, Hugh comes over with the blueprints for Carm Spec House, looking nice. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're over at Chris and Aids, and Chris, I guess, is over to. Because he needs to make a quick buck, and he's gonna go fucking pawn off Adri- Adriana's old jewelry. Mm-hmm. Body's not even cold. Yep. Fucking guy. Uh, but uh, but Carm calls, and it's an interesting little conversation because this is the first she hears that that Adriana left him. Uh, Chris says they broke up. She they, she broke his heart. Uh, what do you think is going through fucking Chris's head right there? Well, I mean, like. When can I fucking shoot up? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, I love uh, Carmen's like, uh, hey, Chris, there's other fish in the sea. Which, <laughs> Yeah, good luck finding somebody that uh, yeah. that out of your league again, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but also, the fi- like, obviously, the fish alludes to like sleeps with the fishes right. kind of thing. Right. Like, uh, like oh, our, so yeah. many friends. Uh, oh, wow, dude. Yeah. Dude, you're good. When you're in the lab, dude, you're, hey, you're in you you're in my home court, guys. Hey, yo, I mean like this all all episode. Who who's uh the who's his girlfriend in the next season? Kelly. Kelly. Kelly yeah. Yeah. She's you know, she's she's, 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 yeah, pretty, she's not there, pretty, man. You know. She's pretty good. Um uh we got Ray Curdo talking to the feds again. Uh who asked they ask him about aid. He obviously doesn't know anything. Uh fucking rat. Say hello to Ike and the guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, fucking yeah, fast whatever. friends with these guys. Then the next thing we know, everybody's celebrating this rat fuck at his birthday dinner. Is that Vesuvio? I don't know. Fucking rat fuck. Yeah, uh, probably. Probably. Of course. Back room. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, we didn't see Artie paying? snooping around. You so. think they're paying for that? <laughs> Ray, I, mean, I got the stuffed shells, <laughs> the zucchini flowers. Yeah. I know you love them. Uh they're all talking about uh, who is going to be the sacrifice bunt for uh, for Phil since Tony B's on the lam. You know, everybody thinks they're the one that New York is gunning for. Fucking, uh, you know, Bacala, who ultimately they do and kill him. True. <laughs> but yeah, true. At this point, they're like, well, you really think he's coming after you? Uh, Paulie, he's like, hey, who knows him longer? Better than me. Phil uh, uh, Phil gets to a lot of the, uh, the people uh, who are worried at the table uh Except for Paul. Except for Paul. <laughs> no one cares about Paul. Right. That makes sense. That's Fuck funny. I mean, that, yeah. that, 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 that's that's on purpose. Do you film yeah. Paul ever even like exchange words? I don't even. I don't even fucking know. But uh, I mean, I can't picture a scene with like the two of them. 
two fucking gray haired grumps, dude. They probably there's a mutual respect club there. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, we got oh Larry Boy Barisi's back. Uh, I love that he's like off of house. Like he's on house arrest, but he's like, hey, I'll sh- <laughs> Tom, uh, you ever seen these? A fucking pair of balls. Or whatever. <laughs> like, They're balls. <laughs> Great joke, Larry. Yeah. Somebody's uh, been on house arrest a little too long. <laughs> He's been saving joke all these nutsack is, jokes. Uh, joke game not around. sharp. <laughs> but I love that he's like, yeah, fuck it. I'm breaking house arrest to go out to my friend's birthday dinner. But then when yeah. his like godson's beat up in the fucking hospital, he's like, oh, house Can't arrest. Make, Can't make yeah. it. <laughs> and then later, in the, and then after that, he's like at Satrial's having a sandwich, just <laughs> bullshitting with people. Like, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that ankle monitor got to be going off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Uh, Tony comes in at, at the birthday dinners. He makes this speech. You know, we're a family, and even in this day and age, that means something. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you, what do you guys think of the speech? Was it a good speech? Did he hit all the right notes? Hey, that I was, mean, hey, that was great. What does fucking Patsy yeah. say at the end of that? <laughs> that was great. Thank you. That, that was, was great. great. <laughs> like, what was he thinking? Tony already yeah. left. Yeah. He's like, yeah. what? Um, thank you, thank you, David Chase. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I think it's facetious. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, but you know, I don't think I think Tony's right in saying that he would offer the same protections to any of them. You know, obviously, you don't want your guys to get tortured no matter what they do. Sure, but that that sort of paints him in this like falsely heroic light here, where we know. And Syl brings it up later. Mm-hmm. The true reason he's doing it is because he doesn't want to eat shit from New York. He doesn't want to eat shit from Johnny Sack. Right. But he's like painting himself as this virtuous leader, which obviously people aren't buying because Vito's like, you know, I'm willing to die for a good cause. This is bullshit. And and then later at the hospital after Benny gets fucking beaten up, like, like we should take him out. You know, like, yeah. like talking talking about that. Did you guys think there was gonna be like like a Jersey mutiny at this point? Like, do you remember what? Yeah, you back then think? when I was watching live. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mean, remember. They're trying to hint at it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And it, I guess, I mean, even next season when Tony's in the coma, you see a little bit of like oh, yeah. the power grab. Vito yeah. talking about, uh, I lost the weight. I could be, you know, I might be boss of this family someday. So mm-hmm. they start, they sort of plant that stuff here. Um, uh, back at the Soprano house, we get Carm, uh, Carm confronting Tony about uh, Chris and Aid breaking up. Uh, and Tony's just like this he's just, fucking kid. <laughs> he's just trying to heat up the chicken parm. Yeah, he, Tony's Tony's so accustomed to the bachelor life now. He doesn't want like he doesn't want a, a wife squawking in his ear when he comes home anymore. He's so used to just like being able to sit his fat ass on the couch and <laughs> eat whatever gross yeah. jar of salsa or fucking <laughs> queso Tub or ice cream. yeah, right, exactly. And she's like, yeah, well, you know, but uh. Uh oh! And Carm brings up the movie night with Adriana, at, at, like earlier in the season. She's mm-hmm. like, "I bet Adriana like was was cheating on him." And Tony's <laughs> like, "You know, you, you never know about people, which is fucking <laughs> yeah. true. You never know. Your husband might be the guy who fucking had the woman you're talking about at the moment brutally murdered." But, I mean, he plays uh, it off so well, you know. Oh, so yeah. yeah, oh, oh, that's yeah. What, that's what I, oh, that, like, oh, her? Yeah, I killed her. Like did 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 Tony and Chris like sit down and have a conversation like okay so Carmelo's gonna probably ask us about what happened this is what's it probably or, yeah or are they making it up on the spot I think they're making it up on the spot I yeah. get the Maybe, impression yeah. that they didn't talk a lot right yeah because uh, yeah. later in the episode he's there's like, a lot going on you know we didn't we didn't really get to talk like 
And when he's grilling him about like, did you tell her anything? Would you have even remembered if you did? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got the impression that they just had to move pretty quickly. So Adriana didn't catch on to anything. And so oh, they, yeah. they probably, and they just wanted Christopher to like, just and Chris be is outside been, like, the you know, on the lamb away. So, I mean, right. We do finally see him. Uh, he's outside the Roy Rogers, uh, <laughs> How do you get that Roy Rogers? Claude Rains. Uh, yeah. we, get the, we get our first Glad Tidings cue, yeah. which oh, yeah. is one of my favorite uses of music in oh, the entire series. Absolutely. I mean, the way, the way it comes back like throughout the episode, too. And then, of course, you know, Glad Tidings from, from New York, New York. is, is yeah. like just such the perfect ending. Uh, yep. But, yeah, Syl brings uh, – what is Syl bringing in there? Just like an envelope? Cash? Like just yeah. something to get by on? Yeah. yeah. Chris doesn't have like money to get by for like a week or something? <laughs> like. Yeah, I well, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, probably not. <laughs> no, you know, um, he's eating at Roy Rogers. He's right. eating at Roy Rogers and trying to fence. Uh, hey, he li- he likes Roy Rogers. Yeah, uh, that Roy jewelry. Rogers, I, you know, as we the, know from Pike, you hit that on the turnpike. On the turnpike. I mean, you should stop at Roy Rogers. Um, <laughs> I haven't. Roy Rogers. We used to have Roy Rogers. You guys had Roy. Yeah, Rogers? we had one in my neighborhood. Yeah. There, I really was remember one it. there was one. There was a D'Angelo's now, but yeah, yeah, we had one. I've, there yeah. was one in, on I liked it as a kid. I think in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we're over at the Bada Bing. We get this convo between Tony and Silvio. Silvio has been like hanging around because he wants to have this sort of sensitive convo. It's is great, this, great scene. Is, I, this might be my favorite scene between him and and Tony in the entire series. Uh, it's it's great. I mean, Sil is like, uh, you know, he's just such a good number two because he'll give Tony. He'll give it to Tony straight, you know, mm-hmm. even when it's the hard thing to do, which also, is incredibly hard to do here. You know how, like, we, when we're talking about many saints, we're like, what is the age difference there? What the fuck? I thought they were peers. He does say in this scene, he's like, he's like, you always had been since you were a little kid. Like, yeah, he's like, he's like I knew about, you like, since you were a kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, so well, they did kind of hint at, like, still being older than him. Right. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he basically Silvio tells him like, "Look, we know it's not about like the torture. It's not about this. It's just you don't want to eat shit from John." I love yeah. that he's like, "It's not just the young guys. It's people uh, have been with you from the beginning, before the beginning. Guys that work for your father. You just completely throwing fucking Polly right. under the bus. So, like, <laughs> the one guy who's still around, <laughs> yeah. uh, right? Who worked for your dad? Yeah, nice. So uh, he's also like, uh, you know, seven deadly sins. Yours is pride." And every other fucking deadly sin, like every other sin, like gluttony, lust, <laughs> greed, whatever the fuck. Uh, Tony, Tony's hitting them all. But yes, pride, yeah. pride is one amongst many. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then Tony gives it back. He's like, all due respect. You have no fucking idea what it's like. And this is a famous line. You know, and yeah. in the end, you're all alone with it, which mm-hmm. sound which sounds very much like Livia. You know, in, in the end, you die alone. You can't trust anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is this really marks a point in Tony's arc in the series where like he's he's going down this this deep dark spiral. He's becoming uh, Livia in a way. Um, yeah. Then we we're over at the Crazy Horse. Benny uh, in his glasses, which we've never seen him before. <laughs> just, they're just trying to make him look like weak and nerdy. Uh, eating steak and fries at the bar. Sees Phil show up. He's like, "Oh, Phil, I'm I'm on my way to the hospital. Oh, well, that depends or whatever." Um, listen to WFAN on the way over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, I say, isn't that the kid that drove with Tony? Oh. So what? You, why? What did you have to? Hey. Why did you have to reference WFAN? First time, long time. 
<laughs> I was listening to, I was carrying my crowbar, listening to Mike and the Mad Dog. And, <laughs> and I thought, hey, uh, Benny, he knows a lot about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Benny gets beat up a little worse than, uh, than when Artie kicks his ass next season. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that sends him to the hospital. And this, this sort of like is very sobering for Tony, right? Because now, look, there's people be- besides Tony B. There's somebody who's completely innocent in all this getting their fuck getting fucking placed in the hospital because they're associated with Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, this very sad scene is very sad scene to me when Tony goes over to uncle June's, uh, yeah, to confer with him. Right. Yeah. You haven't seen much of uncle June this whole season. No. Well, I mean the, towards the beginning of the season, we get that where's Johnny episode where he's having the infarcts and the, you know, the varsity yeah. athlete stuff. And since yep. then it's sort of like, that's it. He he was on house arrest, and he's he's been going to funerals, like children's funerals, just to get out of his house and shit. Very right. dark. But this is sort of like a goodbye to Uncle Junior as we knew him here. You know, he's still a little with it. Um, he's not really following the conversation. Half of it is that he's distracted trying to order this fruit basket for Melvoin, who had a stroke. Uh, poor Melvoin. But uh, next time we see Junior is in members only, beginning six uh, A, and that's when he shoots Tony. He's yeah. just completely lost his shit. Yeah. Right. So, um, and Tony gives him that one last look before he walks out the door. It's very, it's I don't know, it's very sad. Yeah. But uh, then we're over in Melfi's office. This is sort of a tough, like Melfi's therapy, like therapy scene here to nail down what was going on, right? Because like they're talking about the test dream at first, right? Talking about AJ's football coach. Then they're talking about Tony B, and he's kind of all over the place. And Tony even said he's like, I'm very confused. <laughs> uh, but what do you guys think this was all about? Like, you know, obviously she makes him, she says, own your feelings. Um, do you think, do you think this therapy session nudged him at all towards what he ultimately has to do with Tony B or, or what? Uh, no, I think the, I mean, I think, well, you know, um, you know, directorially, the the um, the scene with Paulie and the yeah, right, yeah, just yeah, him yeah. to do what he has to do. Seeing yeah. the painting, right? Uh, well, I mean, at the end, it of the probably th- contribute. It probably contributed to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to get the well. She calls. Uh, she calls turning. him on his feelings about Tony B. He's like, he's like, I care about him so much, and she's like, Well, I thought we talked about all your feelings for him stem from guilt from what happened. Like, right? You know, do you think Tony really cares about his cousin, or is it really like him trying to make up for like what happened that night? Still, you know, oh and, yeah, and of his course. like yeah, yeah, yeah. success. No, he doesn't and, care. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, he kills him. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess. Uh, you know, I guess that puts a fine point on it. If you can shoot a guy square in the face who you've known your entire life. Who's uh, your cousin? I think he cares about him like like we care about like any name a pop culture person from our childhood that like makes us nostalgic. Yeah. I think he likes him because he represents like a time in his (laughs) said said Pete Davidson. Oh Pete Davidson. Not quite what I was thinking. No, no, no. Well, I don't know. How do you feel about Pete Davidson? (laughs) Oh, you're from Staten Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just like one of my favorite top comics. He's he's one of your favorite comics from your childhood. (laughs) Yeah, from my childhood. Um, No, but so I I think Tony B, you know, represents a time in Tony's life that he looks back on fondly. Things were simpler. Right. Uh, he enjoys his company, 
But no, yeah, ultimately he and it's, uh, shoots and it's, him in the head. And it's Tony. Tony's in a situation here that we've never really seen him in before because mm-hmm. he, he believes in his heart, Tony Soprano believes he is a family man. He yes. is, he puts family and blood above everything else. But he also believes that he's a good boss of a family, right? And he, and he mm-hmm. has to be a good boss. Uh, they're in direct conflict, those two things right now, because he's either got to fucking kill his cousin which is the only option here and accept that like, you know, maybe he's not the family fucking man that he thinks he is. And so this is why he's like having such a, such a hard time, I guess, working through this whole process. Um, the funny thing is it's the painting in Polly's apartment that like gets him to sort of push, I, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. To come that's back. right. Like, I am a general. <laughs> like I said, he says that line. I got yeah. the sword. I got yeah. the yeah, clenched fist. They actually wrote that dialogue. Yeah. Into, yeah. It's funny. Uh, do you guys know there's that like meme now of Arthur, like the character Arthur, mm. his like clenched fist. <laughs> yeah. It just reminded yeah, me of that. The cartoon character? The yeah. cartoon character. Uh, no, it's yeah. like a big meme, like the clenched fist, like oh, shaking. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so, so now, obviously not back then, but now that just reminded me of that yeah. when like they, we see the close up of the fist. Yeah. Uh, yeah also, to I want to. me, it reminds me of when Pete Davidson. Um, <laughs> Shut the he fuck got up, this dude. this beef with Kanye. <laughs> so nostalgic for last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just so nostalgic yeah. for... Hey, nostalgia uh, comes in all sizes. I also want to point out, this is three episodes in a row now where somebody picks up the phone, dials yep. the number, yes, yeah, calls, and we get a, hello? Hello? <laughs> and then hang up without saying anything. Yo. Three episodes in a row. Chase. Sopranos writers, come on! <laughs> yeah, like it's pretty obvious. P.T. Anderson, we're, stop biting David Chase. We dude. we 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 are on the Sopranos rewatch, um, where we're like, yeah, actually, this show fucking sucks. <laughs> it's just terrible. <laughs> we see what you did. We're smarter smarter than that now. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. it's no Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, if anybody, if you want to write a scene where someone is struggling with a decision, just have them call. <laughs> exactly. Anybody really yeah. could be Pete Davidson. Have him call them. Spells you've Pete called Davidson's Pete Davidson and line. let him say hello. Hello, to hello, hello, Kim? hello, hello, Kim. Hello, 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 and then you just hang up. Yeah, and you're like, "Fuck, what's going on with that character?" <laughs> Compelling. Uh, another thing I want to point out: Tony uh, steps backwards into some broken eggs right before he realizes that he's mm. going to kill his cousin, mm-hmm. which eggs. Symbolize death in the Sopranos. Mm. Uh, then, you know, Glad Tidings plays. We get Tony B carrying some groceries up to Uncle Pat's. I'm sorry. He, he throws out that painting. Like, I guess, like, it just seems like a weird, like, Paulie lives in some condo. Yeah, some I thought shit. about that. Too. And then I'm like, we're in, like, a fucking industrial, like, back of a yeah. building. He's looking for a dumpster, man. I can't find a dumpster. Big enough for a fucking yeah. yeah all right, Paulie lives behind a meat market. And <laughs> yeah. um, these condos uh, near the meat market, you know. By the way, they, uh, the um, like the art department was like, uh, what the fuck does uh, 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 Paulie Walnut's apartment look like? Like, how are we gonna do this? And they were racking their brains, and they're like, just go over to Tony Sirico's place and see what it looks like. Yeah. And it's exactly like that. <laughs> That's where they got it from. They just, oh, amazing. Oh, Zansky. I mean, <laughs> is it Zansky? I think, I think Zansky so, might be out by this no, point. Yeah. I actually was watching the credits. Oh, he's, oh, he's, he's in? Still hey. In? Yeah. See Zansk? in charge or whatever the fuck that role is. Hey, Zansk. 
Thank you. So then we finally get uh, Tony, you know, stepping around the corner, shotgun, right to the face, not a word, cold-blooded killer. Uh, calls up John from a payphone, gives him the location, and Phil shows up to see Tony B's body. Very satisfying. See, seeing Phil see that he's already dead is so sad. Yeah, because yeah. it's still a fuck you to Phil for sure. Um, yeah. It's 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 the it really is the best way that you could have handled the situation. Yeah. Granted, you know he 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 couldn't Tony couldn't predict what lays ahead with. <laughs> With Phil John, with John, with yeah. Johnny going to prison right. and dying, and Phil taking over, <laughs> yeah, not not who you want I taking mean, knowing over. Knowing that he might have uh, might have, mi- might have bent to Phil a little more, but but he did bend to Phil though. He gave him this fuck the piece of the sports book. Uh, he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did bend, but uh, in this world, I feel like that's pretty pretty good. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah, it's someone from another crew essentially right. being yeah. like, yeah, you can have a piece of this. Yeah. You know. But he didn't just bend family. to Phil. Like he, you know, he was feeling pressure from his guys. Right. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but still, yeah. I mean, if he he could have if he really didn't give a fuck, he could have let Tony B be tortured. But in said, the moment, this is the absolute yeah. best way to handle it is to right. do it yourself and not let Phil do it. Right. Because then you 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 keep some semblance of uh, your your pride and uh, your your balls, right? <laughs> and your and, Napoleon. Yeah. And you yeah. still, it's still, it's still a little fucking fist. You right. still get to clench your fist, <laughs> right? Um, Johnny Sack calls from his doctor's office. Anytime we could see Johnny Sack with no pants mm. on, I'm, I'm Columbia Presbyterian <laughs> took care, took care of my head when I when I bust my head open playing basketball. Oh, hey. so. Best head trauma unit in the country. They make so. you wait an hour like they made him wait, or no? <laughs> no way. Um, Come on. I told them I was an actor. They took care of me right away. <laughs> uh, so he tells Tony uh, they didn't solve a thing, tries to get him to come into the city. Tony's like, I'm not an idiot. Uh, he's like, come to my house tomorrow morning. Um, so they, they arrange for the- You think the- I'm going to give you umats and Ginny upstairs? <laughs> Yeah, what is that word? Amats? 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 Give you amats? I don't know. That's the first time I heard that. But I guess that means you think I'm going to slit your throat or something? Right. Um, then we get uh, Chris in his motel room. Tony shows up. And this is sort of like after a season spent, you know, at odds with one another, you know, uh, jealousy with Tony B, irregular around the margins where Chris comes in firing for Tony, you know, all this shit. Uh, it's always the two it's, come it's together. Often again. some fucking huge death that like reunites them. It's like Ralph's <laughs> death too. Right. It's like, yeah. It's always, yeah. Something getting tragic killed. has to happen. Yeah, for, yeah. But you really see. I mean, this is like one of the most. I feel like uh, emotional embraces in the show when the two because yeah. they go in and they do like the standard like hey like couple slaps on the back thing and then they go in again and they and they're actually like both on the verge of tears. It's just mm-hmm. you think about the sacrifice you know each of them had to make really to get where they are and then the two of them are still standing. You know, A's gone, Tony B's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and, almost like it's almost seems like uh, it feels like relief like. Uh, we we lived we fucking lived to fight another fucking exactly day. yeah right yeah and it's the like, two of us right yeah. it's like you know Tony always has had high hopes for Christopher you know he was looking around for drugs in the motel room sure but you know Chris is clean you know he only slipped that night with her or whatever yeah yeah um, um this scene was filmed for the other episode no that was uh oh wait you mean this for for long term parking? parking 
No, no, no. Didn't you say that? Or? No. So the scene where the it's actually a flashback next season where where Chris first comes right. to the Soprano house to tell oh, Tony. Oh, right, right, right. It's okay, like between okay. when uh, we see Chris at the gas station seeing the poor family and then Tony, Tony yeah. calling calling aid on the yeah. payphone about Christopher uh, committing suicide. But yeah, that's that shows up later. Um, oh, okay. Then we're over at Johnny Sachs. Oh well. We get the AJ's whole event planning thing, which yeah. is uh, such yeah, a weird, well, like, little, hey, I don't know. Who knows what they were going for there, but uh, hey, yeah, at least he's fired up about something. I think something. they're going, well, uh, well, what do you think they're going for? They're they're teasing, uh, like, the fact that, oh, maybe AJ does have some sort of, like, like knack I, for. Yeah, uh, like, savvy yeah, well, to I be mean, in the mob. Yeah, that moment where. Uh, where his buddy is like beating up the guy who brings in like the fake cup or whatever uh, to the party to the high school party. Yeah, uh, and AJ's there, like, just smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's of, a little troublesome. Of, of course, like later on, it, it's similar to like when the kid gets like the acid, acid poured on yeah, his toes. Yeah. yeah, with the Jasons or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that's, I mean. AJ is not cut out for that life. That's no, uh, no, no, no. that's fu- he's going to be in a Silverado Silver commercial Rado. in twenty years. <laughs> exactly. uh, Johnny Sack's house. We get uh, you know, you know, Tony shows up, says you know he paid his price, he paid a lot. He's, now it's Johnny's job to get Phil to be okay with it. You think you think that's right or, or what? Like, do you think Phil still has a gripe here? Legitimate beef. No, at this point, uh, you gotta let it go because of business. They're so like uh, they do millions of dollars of business together. Right. You got at a certain point, you just gotta let it go. Right. But if anybody knows, like you know, uh, you know, personal pride um, and slights against somebody you care about, uh, you know, costing money for the family, Johnny Sack last season with like Ginny's weight and everything, he was ready to yeah. fucking clip Ralphie over a joke. Now Phil's brother is dead, and he's like, "Oh, we got to move past it. We got to make money." You know. Yeah. And well, and Tony's right. It's like, fuck the the New York crew started this by killing Lorraine. It's true. Yeah, yeah. And that's what the whole season's about. Like just tit for tat, Mm -hmm. eye for an eye. Leaves leaves everyone blind, right? Yeah. Right, guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, The feds show up. Tony books it, drops his gun, which comes back to haunt him later on uh, in six B. I, I put on the um, captions for this scene just uh-huh. to, you know, just for some meme options. And a lot of the shots of Tony running, it just says, like, bre- breathing heavily. <laughs> <laughs> That's also Tony walking, Tony eating, yeah, 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 Tony yeah. talking. Tony, yeah. Tony sitting, talking <laughs> to uh, his lawyer. Yeah. Uh, Tony gets away. The feds obviously get Johnny. On his way home, Tony's just trekking through suburbia in the snow. I love it. Um, he calls Neil Mink, gets mm-hmm. the news. Jimmy Patriel, uh, who's like, you know, he's around like in the background. I don't think we ever like get to know him too well. No, he, t- he talks. I mean, it's the guy yeah. with the gray hair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fat guy yeah. with the gray hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the many. Uh, but but yeah, he turned witness. Uh, got them for trafficking, gambling, homicides, 18 years worth. So not good for Johnny. Not good. Tony, not named in the indictment. Also, somehow Phil not named in the indictment? Well, he's he's only I, been out. I guess he's been away for 18 right, years. Most of that time. Yeah. Um, I guess this was like a, a case they were 
that started before they were, he was they out. were they were building it against Carmine, really. Carmine, right? right. Yeah. The little Carmine, uh, you know, s- skates off, I yeah. guess, too. Yeah. Yo, uh, yeah, were they going to involve him in, like, making porn? <laughs> uh, Tony finally returns home, crawling through the backyard. For a moment, we hear twigs snapping and see some, like, large mass rustling in the bushes. Is it the bear? I love the bear. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a- Tony, but they just drew that comparison pretty, pretty obviously. And where the season right. started... You know, that very first episode, the bear came around, and Tony ended up sitting outside, I think, at the end of the first episode of the season with his gun, ready to kill the bear, and now yep. now he is the bear returning to endanger his family in his own home. Uh, and what do they mean by that? He's the bear? <laughs> and so... Oh. Oh. So he's like a bear? He's, <laughs> They're saying so he's, he's a his bear. own bear, yeah, exactly. infiltrating the bear's house. Exactly. The bear yeah. cave. Right. I think that's what they are saying. I, I don't la, I actually la, don't la, know. It's not like la, I, don't la, think, la. <laughs> I don't think there is like a fine point put on it. They're just sort of like, hey, Tony's. I mean, I. I hey, what? Uh, hey, remember when a bear? Hey, remember bears came around? Why don't we just uh, uh, make him be like that bear kind of? But interesting visual. So we're officially no, done with with season five. What do you got? What are you guys' overall thoughts on the season? Hey, my favorite one. I love it. Yeah, yeah. you got a lot of shit going on. You got the dreams. You got, you the, got the deaths. Dreams, you got the deaths. You got feet. You got Tony. You got the, you got the humidity. <laughs> you got Phil. <laughs> you got Phil. Yeah, uh, you got Tony B. This is probably my favorite season. It, it, yeah. It, it varies. It looks cool. It looks like yeah, really firing like all nice. cylinders. Yeah. Totally. The writing is top notch. Uh, and it's a lot of work with all the new characters they introduced this season. Like, they yes. they made them all work really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. you forget like Feach. I mean, like Feach's yeah. whole fucking arc in the beginning of the season for sure. Yeah, they mentioned him in this episode. Yep. Um, Fran Feldstein, fan favorite. Um, <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, yeah. That uh, episode. Wegler. Uh, Wegler. All the, yeah, all the greats. All the greats. Um, yeah, they definitely did a lot in this season. It did a lot. Yeah. You're, it's, you're it, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh and it's and it's a lot darker than any other season, I feel like too. I mean, obviously earlier seasons had dark moments, but overall like and it's I a think, pretty dark yeah, season. And I think yeah. which leads I, us to the six I, six the like I think the darkest season of all. And I think it's shot that way too. I, I really mm-hmm. yeah. I really feel like um yeah, just you know, whatever <laughs> DP or camera work they they oh, yeah, chose to like do a this cha- like a palette like thing where it's yeah, a lot yeah. of, well, it's very dark a lot of grays Needed. a lot of shades of yeah and and whereas earlier seasons there's more color it's yeah. brighter yeah it's lighter it's just for lighter sure. in yeah, yeah in tone as well even though it is you know like we said it's always been dark but it ended how it had to but yeah it, i'm such a monster Buscemi fan yeah. it would have been amazing to have in multiple seasons for but sure they wrote themselves into a corner yeah uh, and and t- I think like that was like when Tony's talking to Uncle June, he's like, I painted myself into a corner here. You know, I got to kill yeah, Tony. It's like B. That's the sort of like the writer's saying, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. uh, yeah. But, but yeah, ultimately, eh. phenomenal you know, season. Yeah, great season. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. 
One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, I got a few for fucking internet, shall we? Fucking internet. Let's do it, fucking internet. All right, let's see. Uh, This one from user, Shoulder to Cryon. Season 5, episode 13, all due respect. Why the fuck did Johnny Sack have that unlucky son of a bitch gardener at his house trimming the landscape (laughs) in fucking feet of snow? Poor bastard got jammed up trying to feed his family. I guess he was just... uh, they should they should have had Salvitro at the diner uh, in the car commercial like like doing that. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Like, why is the gardener there in the fucking snow? They're like putting like they're just like tying all like the branches and shit. But I, I thought he might have been like plowing his driveway or something. I don't know. Yeah, but it could be doing that. They see we see him earlier in the episode too, don't we? Yeah, yeah he's and, at the Soprano yeah, house. And yeah. and yeah, and Carm goes, oh, "Poverty is a great motivator." I was like, <laughs> yeah. "Jesus Christ, God. awful, just awful, <laughs> um, terrible." Yeah, I, I, he's got to work year round, right? He's got to blow some snow and, and, you know, throw some branches in a truck. And yeah, and also, yeah, yeah, I away. guess in Jersey, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's shit to do. Even in the winter, there's shit to do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this one from user Uncle Rudolph. Do you think Johnny Sack would have had Tony whacked if he came down to the city that night in all due respect? What do you think? When he, when he invited Tony, like, hey, come meet me in the city, do you think immediately his mind was gone? If he comes to the city, I'm going to whack this guy. No. You don't think so? You don't think he would have? Probably not. <laughs> would have been no. much more work. He doesn't want to kill him. I mean, but he still he did still have Phil in his ear. And he's still like on this power trip. He was very angry with Tony when he was like, didn't solve a fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tony told him to go fuck himself. Uh, I wouldn't put it past Johnny. I don't think in that moment he was like, uh, yeah, I'll lure him into the city and I'll fucking whack him. But I think, <laughs> you know, given time, he's like, F- Phil might have gotten to him. His ego might have gotten to him. And who knows? I, I think possibly, it's possible. But if you are trying to take over your own family and at the same time you're killing, like, you know, a uh, boss of another one, it seems like right. you're you're uh, you're right. doing too much. Y- yeah. You're you know, pace yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. That would have been funny if he fucking whacked Tony and then the next morning the feds pick him up. That would have been oh, fucking great. Oh, great. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Just yeah. my luck. What would that, that pygmy thing, what would be happening over there? Oh, God. Who would be fucking... Yeah, Vito. Vito, Eugene, oh. Pauly. Pauly, Chris. Chris. They're Syl. all... Nah, Syl doesn't nah, want Syl the top spot. That they'd all be... Benny, they'd Bad all be gunning the for the top spot. Um... <laughs> Uh, this one from user Alex Hill- Higgins. Suppose Chris shot Phil in all due respect. I draw your attention to the scene where Phil and a henchman show up at Christopher's mother's house and start trouble. Only Christopher does nothing. But suppose he opened the door 
and blasted them away, what would happen with Jersey and New York? Um, if if Christopher did what? If, if he, he fucking shot, shot in front of his mom's house? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He obviously does nothing because he knows that they're not going to actually like yeah. fucking harm her. If, if, yeah. And what if, would happen? A lot more crazy shit. I mean, he shit. did grab the that's gun. Why they, that's why they don't do all these yeah, things. Yeah, it would have been yeah. like, I mean, it would have been a fucking war. It would have been a bloodbath. I yeah. think, I think, I think uh, Johnny immediately moves in and just fucking takes out the crew. If you fucking, mm-hmm. You'd if have you fucking gun down in broad daylight at your mother's house, this fucking guy, even with Phil, you know, it was not appropriate what he was doing guy's mother but uh but still like you can't like they were can't just like fucking kill him new like. york was already feeling slighted with the death of billy leotardo chris comes out guns firing that's the end of jersey i think uh yep. you don't try to kill people obviously because it's it's more work no Bad for it, business. Uh, yeah and it's and it's more work to you know like have to dispose of a body and stuff right. you don't want to kill people right also yeah, yeah it was what eli honing said guy, middle of the goddamn day his mother's standing right there neighbors all around like you're gonna dispose of a body like how how <laughs> right, right right like right. it's yeah not not smart um this one from user bones three one one three why did johnny and tony run in all due respect Never understood why they would have run from the, the FBI raid. In real life, Tony would have never gotten away uh, as the house would most likely have been surrounded. Is it an ego thing not to get captured? Or would they slash Johnny have lambed it if they could have gotten away? They Seemed like a Tony fruitless go. effort. They let Tony go. I guess, yeah. I he's, mean, his car was part parked of the in indi- the driveway. He's not a part of the indictment. Yeah. His car was parked in the driveway. If they wanted him, they could have tied him to whatever, and they could have like come you you were, you arrest a mob boss like for no reason. That fucks you like later down the road. Like that, that's right. like that's harassment. Do they mention? Do they mention that he was there? Like, do the mob? Does the FBI ever mention? I don't think they do no. because I yeah you can't like to Dave's point you can't like just. Like Tony was technically just a guest at the house. Then you can't just arrest yeah. him for being a guest there. It's a friend of his. Um, yeah. Um, even though it looks bad, that's right. still it's not not illegal. Neil Mink says it. You know, he's yeah. like, it's not illegal to park your car unless but, it's in front but, of a hydrant. Why do they arrest Salvinjo? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's he a piece named, of shit. He was named in the indictment. Yeah. <laughs> Salvinjo, not just the gardener. They're like, <laughs> fuck you. But the guy running the fat, the giant fucking guy running in the woods. Right. No, Throw, oh, that's Tony. If they he's wanted him, the they could. Yeah, the the giant guy who t- tosses his gun in the snow. Yeah, clearly also, in the woods in the backyard. Like you saw him do that if you were watching. And, and him. so did a kid. Also, where where where's Johnny think he's going? You think he's right. running down his yeah, street? Yeah, well, that's just anybody just runs, fence. you know. Yeah. So I guess I mean, but but the question is, like, is that an ego thing? Like, do you want to say I didn't I I didn't go down without a fight? Or also, like, hey, you know what? Right. It it's a te- it it represents his character because he takes the elocution. It's true. And also in season one, I think uh, Uncle June says, we don't run. It's embarrassing. Right. You know? Which, yeah, it kind of shows yep. you know, Johnny's. Gets a face full it's of snow. It's just a yeah. natural instinct. Right. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Uh, all right. And that's it for uh, fucking internet. And that's that's Ooh. a wrap on season five, guys. Wrap on season five. What a good season. What we finally made it. Good season. Great season. Thank you, listeners, for sticking with us. Hey, yeah, thanks a lot. You know, we do this for you. Yeah, we do it for <laughs> you and not because it's what we do just <laughs> to see each other. 
Just to see you get out of our house. That's right. Away from my kids. Joe and I are looking at the children now, and, you know, we're just, uh, you know, our lives have changed. And I'm drinking a lot of wine. Yeah. Professor Paul's drinking a lot of wine out of test tubes. You got the Bunsen burners going. Yeah, you're not welcome here anymore. (laughs) Okay. He's he's making things on the radiator. Now, thank you, thank you guys for, for sticking with us. We appreciate it. Appreciate the questions and the comments. Uh, you can always send us stuff uh, at osopranospod at gmail.com or give us a whole DM. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at osopranospod. Give us a five-star review on iTunes, and you can review on Spotify, too, if uh, that's your thing. If you're not a Neil Young fan and you, you, know, you love Spotify, hey, I happen to be a Neil Young fan, and I love Spotify, and I don't care. Don't give a shit. I'll listen to Neil Young somewhere else. Give us a five-star review. Uh, and, hey, until we do this again for Season 6A, Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 1 gig fiber-fast speeds for only $59.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.